Okay, silver and golders, silver and gold miners, silver and gold goldies. This is Dr. Zom. Um, I'm only going on about um, 33% uh, as far as health goes right now. Um, nothing serious. Uh, just had a uh, wisdom tooth pulled out. Thursday and day, and um, I am still in recovery. Um, first day, I felt like doing anything. Still, don't really feel like doing anything. But I thought while I was sitting here, I would get on here and do some podcasting. Um, just went to the dentist. Let's see, Thursday of last week, and. Uh, well, went the week before and, um, they said that, uh, my one wisdom tooth, uh, was, um, had moved and it wasn't bothering me, but she said, you know, really should get it out because it could start eroding the good tooth in front of it. So, um, we made an appointment, um, and I've had one out before and these are impacted and uh the one I had out before was like fucking grueling. It took forever for them to get that fucker out and they took it out in like eleven I think nine or eleven pieces or something. Um and that was the worst part and f- I, it was so long ago I, I barely remember, but I don't remember it being this um long to um recover and this one um he said there was a nerve that runs underneath of it on the left uh bottom and um you know usually i just have him give me a local um because i i don't want to inconvenience anybody and i just I just go ahead and drive myself and um i usually don't have any problems with the numbing or anything like that and um this time um he he put the gel on that gives a little you know the to take the sting out of it or whatever at first and then um he gives you the shots and the first couple really weren't that bad you know a little bit of a sting or whatever at first I mean, he could tell because you know the first two I didn't even move or anything and that third one, man, I mean, I fucking winced and, and he was like, you know, man, I'm sorry or whatever. And I was like, you know, Hey, it's okay. Cause you know, you know, the numbing's coming, but boy, God, the, that third shot fucking, I mean, it literally, my eyes fucking, <laughs> my eyes welled up. I was like, Jesus Christ. And, um, but they got it out really quick. My appointment was at 10 o'clock and, um, you know, sitting there waiting, uh, and filling out the paperwork and stuff like that. Um, shit, I was, I was walking out the door to go home at, at like 10 till 11. So like 50 minutes. And I would say more than a half an hour of that was, was, you know, sitting there and waiting and filling out paperwork and that stuff. And uh, all these new dentist offices, doctor's offices and stuff like that, you know, they have TV. So I was waiting. They they gave me the um, the channel changer and everything to, you know, pick. She said, just pick whatever you want, you know, if you want to watch something. 
and uh i noticed in the the things that he had down that i i assume that you know either he's watched or other patients have watched uh one was um uh um the avengers um shit what was the one called with thanos when he shows up and all that but anyway that one was one on there and i i was just looking for something i wanted to get something that um had a lot of dialogue um, because I thought, okay, well, I'm sitting here able to watch it right now, but when they come in, it'll be something to listen to. And if it's just some action movie where there's not a lot of dialogue, all I'm going to hear is like cars and guns, and I'd rather, you know, um, have something that I can maybe hear a little bit in the background and focus on. So anyway, I was going through them, and then, of course, being the movie guy that i am shit i could sit there for fucking ever you know trying to find the the right one or whatever so anyway i just picked no country for old men and i started watching that well um they came in i only got to about where i think the uh tommy lee jones uh was him and his deputy took the horses and went out to see the um the where the gunfight had happened and where Llewellyn had uh, went out and found the the shootout and everything and took the money. So anyway, like I said, they got me out of there pretty quick. And driving home, I was like, man, that was cool. You know, it was it it didn't take very long. And and uh, you know, my fucking whole side of my face was numb. Um, and um. But I, you know, I th- I thought, well, shit, you know, that was that was you know, relatively quick. I didn't even think he had it out because there was a couple times where he had to, you know, cut the tooth, I guess, uh, from what I could tell. And then, you know, he, he put a stitch in and that was funny because the, the thread or whatever they used to put the stitch in, I could feel the, when he said he was going to, he goes, I'm going to put one stitch in and I could feel the goddamn thread on the fucking end of my nose. (laughs) And I was like, it was tickling me, you know? And, um, but, um, I went to pick up my prescription and the one thing that they didn't do that I wish they would have done is, you know, at other places, um, like at my doctor's office, they'll call, they'll ask you where you get, you get your prescription filled and they'll call it in so that by the time you leave their office and get there, you know, it, it'll either be filled or it'll be, you know, pretty close. Well, she just gave me two prescriptions. And so I had to, it was about, I'd say, a, between 15 and 20-minute drive to, um, I get my filled at Walmart, to go there. And then, you know, I have to give it to them. And then she said it will be about 15 minutes. But I wanted to go get some soft food because, uh, you know, they have restrictions on what you can eat at first. So I got some yogurt and I got some pudding and I'm trying to think what else, but you know, I got some of those, um, like little protein shakes that are almost like, um, ensure that the old, like old people drink. And, um, so I got some of those too, and some mashed potatoes and, um, but when I was walking around Walmart, I went to put my headphones in cause I wanted to listen to some podcast or whatever while I was just fucking around and my my whole side of my face including my ear was numb and it, it was weird putting in um you know earbuds into 
your numb ear hole. <laughs> but anyway, so I got that done. And um, it's just been, once once that numbing wore off, you know, they gave me two different kinds of painkillers. And the one, and a man, they rake you over the coals for the painkillers. She, the, the girl was like, you know, what's your, what was your diagnosis? And I was like, what was my diagnosis? I've never had him ask me that before. And I was, and she goes, well, what are you getting these for? And I couldn't even hardly open my mouth. I had gauze in my mouth. And I'm like, oh, I just got my wisdom tooth cut out. And then when you go to pick them up, you know, they take your driver's license and they scan it. And then they they look on the computer. And I understand with all the meth and all that, you know, people hooked on opioids and everything. But one of them was just ibuprofen 600. And that has you know ibuprofen is good for not only the painkiller but um and it's non-addictive but also to take down inflammation whereas the other one's just hardcore painkiller so the first uh one i took i took half of the like hydrocodone or whatever the hell it was but then the rest of the time, I've just been taking that ibuprofen. It really works. I mean, you know, when I take it, it's just a, no matter, not that much time. It, you know, and and then when I got that other one out a long time ago, I th- I think I it was the same way. When I got home, I took one of the strong painkillers, and you know, it went to sleep. And then after that, I only all I took was like ibuprofen. So, but um. Like I said, the side of my face just was fucking swollen up, and you could really tell. And um, it finally has, the, the swelling has went down almost completely. Not quite all the way, but I can tell, you know, it's just, you know, it's just sore inside my mouth and stuff now. And when the painkiller starts wearing off, you know, it's like four to six hours, and I can tell when it's starting to wear off. Cause I can feel it down in my neck and I can feel it up in, like into my, um, uh, cheekbone and, um, and, uh, my ear and, um, but it's feeling better. And, um, <clears throat> like I said, I'm, I, I'm actually going on vacation, uh, Friday and today's Monday. So hopefully I didn't plan on, uh, I took the day cut out and then I had the weekend off. And, um, I took, I had to take last night off. I mean, there was no way I could go to work and, um, I don't know about tonight yet or not. We'll see, but, um, you know, just still, and, and you wonder, okay, like how much of it's just being zonked with the, with the painkillers. But like I said, I'm not taking anything, you know, strong. I mean, the ibuprofen 600 is strong for ibuprofen and it does make me sleepy, but is it, man? I mean, even now, just talking on here, I'm like sitting here with my eyes almost closed. <laughs> so I don't know how long this is going to go on or not. But um, maybe we can get into some movies. That's the major thing that's been going on. And let's just look at some movies here and uh, we'll see if we can get through some of these. Because I did say, you know, in the last podcast that um, um, we would, um, I would, you know, do another show and put it out too but then i started doing um you know the tooth thing and everything and i'm like fuck it you know 
I, I don't need. I, I guarantee you, Jesus Christ, I I have slept in probably four days. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I'd say twenty hours a day, but Jesus Christ, I mean a lot, uh, which is good, you know, just recovering. I can't wait for this just to be over with. Um, let's see here. Okay. Yeah. Take my glasses. <laughs> I don't know why I'm taking them off. Um, I'm trying to get this microphone. I know that some of you said that it sounded like it kind of faded toward the end there, and I don't know why. If it's because I moved the mic or or what. I don't know if this filter thing over the mic. Um, I got two different ones. I got this one that's like a big flat frying pan kind of a deal and it fits over it and uh, uh in front of the mic and then the other one is like a a big spongy condom that fits on the mic so you know i'm not exactly sure which one's the best or because like i said i, I kind of have to move um move the mic out of the way to see um let me let me try something here i'm going to move this filter thing out of the way and look at my recording thing and see how much it, it's picking up so anyway i don't know that that might be it looks like that without the filter thing picks up a lot better but i'm not sure it's probably going to pick up my lip smacking and everything else but i'll just try it like this because it's easier for me to see that filter thing is is pretty big around and it makes it hard to see the computer screen so i'm just going to try it like this and see see how it goes and uh get this you know, i hate to say get this over with because i want to you know to be a good show but you know it's kind of kind of sucks when you don't feel that great um hang on a second i'm i'm doing all kind of adjusting here now it, it just made a big uh up and down thing like I'm having a heart attack on my on my recording tool when I moved that microphone but um, first thing I watched and this is very controversial from what I saw on the uh, gentleman's guide we had a kind of a dust up on there about the movie that's called Dragged Across Concrete from 2018 uh, and this is directed by S. Craig Zoller and written by S. Craig Zoller. It stars Jennifer Carpenter, Mel Gibson, Vince Vaughn. Um, he uh, also made um, uh, Bone Tomahawk with Kurt Russell and um, uh, Brawl in Cell Block. Was it 99? With Vince Vaughn. Um, I knew nothing about this guy's politics or or anything about that before I watched um uh, uh, any of those movies and so I didn't have that in my head to start with and I guess some other people did um but since I went in with went into it fresh um I I'm not the world's biggest Vince Vaughn fan I did kind of like that um Brawl in Cell Block 99 uh, because it wasn't what he usually does, which is the, you know, the exact same thing he's done since, um, oh, the first movie with John Favreau, 
swingers. And, you know, that's kind of the motor mouth, uh, charming con man kind of a kind of a guy. And I liked him in um, uh, Wedding Crashers and uh, also in. Um, now, yeah, fuck the one about the goddamn where they did the sorority or the sorority, the fraternity. But anyway, he was kind of playing the same same comedy role or you know what his character is and uh brawl in cell block 99 he kind of went away from that and was a big big redneck uh and i the one thing that i liked about that movie was is uh, it, it took so it took its time and i think that uh bone tomahawk and this one did the same thing and and um some people didn't like that because they said you know there wasn't enough action or they could have cut a half an hour off of it. But I, I kind of like that slow build. It's like bone tomahawk. It starts out, you know, fairly slow, uh, with just a few bursts of like violence. And then once they get to the, to the, uh, jump off point, man, it just goes batshit crazy. And, um, the one thing I liked about this one is, um, I like, you know, cop movies like the old school ones, like, um, French connection, uh, new centurions, um, Prince of the city. And also, um, like Serpico and things like that, but just, uh, seven ups Serpico is kind of a, more of a, a biopic, even though I do like it. Um, but th- this one kind of, goes back to that to me i mean you know a lot of people were talking about the racism and stuff like that in this movie and i think that had a lot to do with um with the the director's um politics uh i still i haven't read anything about his politics i know that some people said that he's uh kind of a right winger and then they look at mel gibson and when he was drunk and and, uh, ooh, sorry, people, man, I'm high <laughs> pills. Um, but Mel Gibson, you know, with him having like racist, a racist rant when he was drunk and talking to policemen or talking to his, uh, woman, I don't know if she was, they were actually married or not, but they had a kid together, uh, the Russian chick, but um, you take that, and I, I think uh, I'm not even so sure about Vince Vaughn, but I think I vaguely remember him. Kind of, uh, I don't know if I would say he was a right winger. I'm not sure, but uh, I seem to remember like him kind of being one of these ones that's like, um, um, you know, uh, the pussification pus- of America and things are too PC and. Um, you know, we need to get back to the good old days or something like that, you know, which uh, good old days depends on what side of those days you were on. And that doesn't even necessarily mean, you know, uh, by race, although or, or sex, but it's sure, you know, like when people talk about all the 1950s and the good old days and everything. But, you know, unless you were gay, unless you were black, unless you were Hispanic, unless you were poor, um, you know, so some people, you know, they 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 look back with rose colored glasses and i think that because this guy's politics um and then 
I think some people said that his movies are funded maybe by like big oil or he has contacts with, with a big oil corporation or some kind of corporation or something like that. But I don't know. Like I said, I'm not, I'm just not that familiar. I, I didn't look into it and I, you know, you guys know me, I'm, I follow politics and I'm a big fucking, uh, you know, lefty stooge <laughs> some guy called me a troll today because i said that uh you know we need universal uh health care and he said you're a troll and you know and i'm like i'm a troll just for saying that he you don't even obviously know what a fucking troll is i didn't argue with him or anything but so there was a lot of of uh dust that was stirred up because of uh, I don't know how these fuckers on in the ra- on the radio and shit um, keep the mic up to their goddamn fucking mouth, <laughs> and then look at the computer screen because the fucking whole mic. Uh, let me see if I can put it off to the side a little bit. Maybe it'll pick up that way because I'm going fucking give me a headache looking with this mic right in front of my face trying to look around it. Okay, we'll just try it this way. We're trying all different kinds of things, you know, so bear with me. If it sucks, you know, whatever. But there was a lot of people, and on Gentleman's Guide, you know, we try and keep politics out of, um, I just smacked my lips. I bet you that came through real good. Um, Try and keep, you know, the political thing down because it's so divisive and people just start fighting and arguing and everything. And the whole thing is about the love of movies. So, and the thing was, there was a lot of people on there that had not even seen the movie, but that were commenting and just, you know, really with a lot of vitriol uh, that they, I'll never watch this movie. I'll never do this. I'll never do that. And I'm like, well, you know, have you seen it? Have you seen any, any of it or anything? Or, and they're like, no. And I'm like, well, you know, it's kind of hard to comment on a movie if you haven't seen it. And um, I mean, Sam, Samurai, uh, we had a little bit of a, no, I wouldn't say a dust up, but at one time we were talking about like, um, Roman Polanski, Woody Allen and those kind of people. Um, and I mean, if you look at movies and you knew everything about everybody, you'd probably, and you had that attitude, you never watch anything. I mean, fucking Charlie Chaplin was known for going with like girls that were underage and, um, you know, there's all kinds of shit like that. And I grew up watching John Wayne movies and, you know, you look back and, and, uh, you know, some of the guys that were in his movies like Ward Bond and some of them that leaned, uh, to the right and that were even involved in like the, um, black listings and stuff like that. I mean, you know, you'd never watch any of their movies, but I enjoy and have enjoyed and still do. Woody Allen movies, Roman Polanski movies, John Wayne movies. I mean, they just had the, uh, it was a known article, a Playboy interview that John Wayne did back in like 1972. And I mean, it's been around that long, but it just came up again, you know, where he said that he was for white supremacy until the blacks can get educated enough to, um, you know, rule themselves or something like that. It's a pretty racist statement, pretty, pretty shitty. 
Uh, but like I said, you know, it's uh, Sammy and I were talking and it was a question of putting. And at that time, I was sort of the same way. I'm like, if this Mel Gibson, you know, what a piece of shit, you know, I'll never watch his movies again or something like that. And Sammy was saying, well, you know, it's a question of um, separating art from the artist. I mean, you can still look at um, whoever's painting or music or listen to you know music or whatever. And they might be, uh, of course, we're all, everybody's flawed and everybody has done something that they're embarrassed about or whatever, or have views that maybe other people don't agree with, but you can appreciate the song or uh, the the painting or the movie or whatever um, and still not support them or support their views. Now, other people would say, well, by watching this movie, you're supporting him and his views by putting money in his pocket. I don't know. Like I said, I, I watched this movie dragged across concrete. And um, the only thing I knew going into it was that I wasn't the world's biggest Vince Vaughn fan. And that Mel Gibson had rubbed me the wrong way uh, with some of his drunken uh, racist comments. But I also know that just about every Mel Gibson movie I fucking have watched... Um, I've liked his performance and I've enjoyed the movie. And, um, I think that he does as a director, he definitely has a, um, you know, uh, uh, an eye and an ear for what's going to be entertaining other than the beaver, which I fucking couldn't even get through that fucking thing. The beaver with Jody Foster. I love Jody Foster too, but man I could not even fucking get through that turd and that was that came out right after he was saying all that shit and Stern was playing um, they were playing some old Stern the other day on Sirius and they were playing uh, the <laughs> recording of him yelling at going I mean he sounded like a fucking lunatic screaming and yelling at that Russian girl and telling her to you know the only thing he that she needed to do was shut up and suck his cock and uh, when he wanted it and all this stuff. And she, the funny thing was, is that he was so irate and he was like, uh, uh. and she was so calm that, that her calmness, I think just made him even madder. And when she said that, like he was insane or whatever, he needed to seek mental help and everything. It was fucking funny. But the one thing about this S Craig Zoller is, you know, Oh man, Ooh, my, fucking cheeks starting to hurt um is that um you know he is definitely into the ultra violence and like i said the one uh, it's not that it's constant and that's one thing that i like you watch like jason or you know friday the 13th or something like that where it's just constant you know uh bloody gory violence um uh, brawl and cell block 99 bone tomahawk and this movie um it's more like a roller coaster where they're kind of building to uh, a big climax and you have the you know the slow build of going up that first hill and then you have a little bit of uh you know a little bit of a <laughs> somebody you know hitting the symbol here or hitting the symbol there but then it calms back down you're seeing these people in their everyday lives. And, you know, like when people were saying about the two cops 
and they're blue collar guys or blue collar cops and um so th- and, and dealing with criminals and dealing with crime and how shitty things are to in, especially in their world they're going to have negative cynical attitudes and you had that with the one thing i was thinking when um people were commenting on that was uh you know Popeye Doyle in the French Connection was the same way. Not only was he sexist, but he was racist and he was, you know, totally cynical. He was a, a, a you know, just crazy driven person. Uh, but that's just the way he was. And I mean, you can't make every, you can't sanitize everything. And if that's the way the characters are supposed to be, and you can't balance it out and say, okay, well. If Mel Gibson's character is going to be racist or he's going to be intolerant or he's going to be a blue-collar MAGA kind of a guy, okay, well, then his partner has to be a uh, an African-American or Hispanic who is um, a liberal and blah, 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 blah. Um, that's not the way the guy wrote the script and, you know, uh, trying to balance stuff like that out is is just kind of unrealistic, I think. So that didn't bother me that much. And uh, the 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 fucking villains in this, they were the bursts of ultraviolence throughout the movie. And I mean, real, you know, Jesus Christ, um, just psychopath. The one guy was just a total psychopath. And um, but you have like three different, eh, three or four, if you count separating Mel and Vince Vaughn's life outside of being cops. And then you have the criminals, which you have the kind of Euro um, crazy psycho uh, criminals. And then a couple of African American uh, characters that are part not they're not part of their crew, but they're they're with them. They're just they're not like they're kind of uh, guys that they hired to do the grunt work or the not the grunt work, but kind of the shit work like driving and stuff like that. But I liked the movie. I thought it was a little bit long, but I like I said that didn't bother me because it was a nice build, and you got to. Um, I remember Cell Block and also Bone Tomahawk kind of being like that. But like with Bone Tomahawk, when they're in pursuit and they're before they find the troglodytes, it's kind of a nice thing because you get a lot of uh, of the dialogue between everybody and it builds its character, uh, you know, character development. And I like that. Um, so like I said, I kind of, I did like this movie. I I know some people didn't like it, at least see it before, you know, you offer an opinion. Um, and you don't have to, you don't have to put money in the guy's pocket if you don't want to. I mean, there's other means as far as that goes to, uh, um, view things these days. And I think most of the people that listen to this podcast know about that. But I think I am going to step away for a while and maybe go in here and lay down and get some sleep or something because that's about as far as I can go on this right now. Um, 
I feel like I'm just wiped out just from sitting here doing this and, and I barely keep my fucking eyes open. So anyway, um, I'm just going to go ahead and leave it here and, and pause it. And then we can start back up, um, when I'm feeling a little bit better. So, um, uh, bear with me guys. Um, I will be back on here shortly and, uh, continue on. And at least we got uh, dragged across concrete, uh, in the books. I would give it like a IMDb says 7.4. I would be right around there. Um, it's above average for me. I like that gritty police uh, drama, and I think that this kind of goes back to that kind of uh, movie. Like I said, kind of like Seven Ups or uh, French Connection or something like that. Nowhere near as good as those two, but and it does take place in modern day. But it does have that gritty, nasty, uh, no-holds-barred kind of a feel. And the guys, um, I'm not sure anybody's a hero. And again, like uh, Popeye Doyle or something like that, I I wouldn't consider him a hero either. Um, But uh, just compelling characters, so... Like I said, I'm going to step away for a little bit and, uh, you know, maybe get back to this uh, later and we'll continue because I have a whole bunch of movies, uh, like I said, on the last podcast that uh, we can do. And uh, anyway, um, I'll be back. (laughs) 